Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday, my Dallas Cowboys are headed to Los Angeles to take on the reigning and defending Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams. Well, so much for being the reigning and defending Super Bowl champions because despite the fact that they are the defending Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams do not look very good now, do they? No doubt, of course, my uh, buddy, my, my buddy over in Florida, who's the biggest Rams fan that I know, that would be Mr. Darnell, a.k.a. the playmaker, Salins. Well, he really let off a, uh, some steam, not quite on our arrivals, um, but quite frankly, he did so on his show, Ramley Talk, and uh, well, I always say, if you're a Cowboys fan, this is the show for you, Darnell's uh, show, uh, if you're a diehard Los Angeles Rams fan, then his show, Ramley Talk, is the show for you, but I'll be honest, Darnell, much like me, he's going to tell it like it is, he ain't going to sugarcoat nothing, he's going to say exactly what's on his mind, and boy did he do that on the latest episode of his show, of course, Ramley Talk. Look, I gotta be honest, months ago, I would have said that there's no way the Dallas Cowboys can win this game, but right now, I honestly feel they do have a chance. Now, everybody's asking me, Alex, are you feeling okay? Because usually you're not like this. You're usually too skeptical, and you're far beyond being optimistic. Yeah, that's true. I'm not gonna deny that, but it's quite obvious the Cowboys actually do have a chance. To be honest, the Rams' offensive line is horrible. As a matter of fact, the Los Angeles Rams are tied with Cincinnati, excuse me, Cincinnati and Chicago in most sacks allowed. I believe with 15, only the Washington Commanders are just higher than them as far as sacks allowed. But it's not only that, but quite frankly, Matthew Stafford has just not truly looked good at all this season. Many strongly insist that it's because of the elbow problems that he's apparently been suffering for quite a long time. You know, but, you know, whatever the deal with Matthew Stafford is, I mean, he's just not looking good at all. There's the offensive line. And I should mention that the Rams are coming off a 24-9 loss against the 49ers up in San Francisco. But, you know, I should mention that the bigger picture is the fact that Matthew Stafford has gone Two games, okay? Two games without throwing a touchdown pass. Let me say that again. Two games without a touchdown pass. And that 20 to 12 law, excuse me, that 20 to 12 win against Arizona, you know, he went with zero touchdowns and zero picks. And in this last game against San Francisco, zero touchdowns and a pick, which turned out to be a pick six. Man, but make no mistake about it, Los, dealing with Los Angeles, it's, it's definitely going to be a very, very tough situation. I mean, let's take a look at some of the matchups. You got CeeDee Lamb versus Jalen Ramsey. You got Cooper Cup versus Trayvon Diggs. And Trayvon Diggs lately has been playing lights out. But Trayvon Diggs is truly, and I do mean truly, going to have to prove himself in this game to show just how much of a real deal he truly is. If he's able to do what he's done so far against Cooper Cup, well, his stock not only rises, but, you know, I'm telling you, he just he solidifies himself to a higher level as being a very good and respectable corner. 
All right? And I've always said that he's got potential to get better. Now, last year, I'm not going to deny the fact that last year he was torched a lot. Okay, now the interceptions speak for themselves, but even a great player like Trayvon Diggs also has weaknesses. We saw that last year, and there's no doubt in my mind that he is committed and dedicated to, to working on that, to basically being better at coverage, to avoid being torched. Now, so the ESPN notification must have disturbed, so I apologize. So anyway, so Dak Prescott obviously not ready. Now, Dak Prescott says that he feels good. Okay, but I think lately the problem with Dak Prescott is, while he is healing well from his hand injury, I think what's truly been insisted and basically stressed is the fact that he is unable to grip the ball properly. So quite frankly, while he might be feeling good, his hand is, he's probably not feeling any pain. The hand's probably, is, I would say maybe is repaired, but until he can grip the fall, excuse me, grip the ball well, then he's not ready. Okay, he's not ready. Now, obviously, I, I think now it's kind of clear there's a bit of a contraback controversy. I don't even know what the, what the hell I just said. Did I, just, <laughs> I meant to say quarterback controversy. I swear to God, I just cannot speak today. But Cooper Rush has been doing a, a good job, okay? Cooper Rush, of course, 4-0 as a starting quarterback. 3-0 ever since he took over for Dak Prescott as a starter. Wins against the Bengals, the Giants, and recently the Commanders. So... Basically, it, it kind of seems as though he has gained the full trust of the offense and everything. So, honestly, Cooper Cup, you know, could be in for a good game. But of, of course, you know, dealing with the Rams, it's uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna be easy. I mean, the offensive line, even though how good they've looked uh, so far this season, despite the fact that coming in the season, I said the offensive line would be having some major issues. The offensive line has actually done better than I thought, although I need to remind everybody that against Washington, our running game was dead. And I do mean dead. You know, it, it, interestingly enough, right now the Rams' running game, I believe, is actually one of the worst in the league. And quite frankly, the Cowboys' running rushing defense is actually one of the worst in the league because the Cowboys' rushing the Cowboys' defense, as good as it is, of course, it's got a weakness, and the weakness would have to be the rushing defense. So imagine that one of the worst rushing defenses in the league goes against one of the worst rushing offenses in the league. Some would say, "Guess who wins?" I mean, it could it could honestly go either way, but 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 right now, I, I mean. The Cowboys' defense is, is going to have to find a way to, you know, even prevent Los Angeles from running the ball effectively. I mean, we'll never forget in that playoff game when Los Angeles just C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley both had over 100 yards on the on the running game. I mean, when, when I when I've spoken to the playmaker about it, he was he was pretty much uh, unbearable about that. But uh, you know, that was then. This is now. <sighs> but the Cowboys are just going to have to find a way. I mean. Now the fact that Matthew St the, the fact that the Rams offensive line is horrible that's one key to victory right there. And the Cowboys defense has done a tremendous job at getting to the quarterback and then in basically inflicting a tremendous amount of pressure on the opposing quarterback. So that's basically what they're going to do to Matthew Stafford. Inflict an, a tremendous and overwhelmingly an amount of pressure and basically keep keep Matthew Stafford out of a comfort zone, okay? They're going to have to disrupt the Los Angeles passing game, as well as as well as stop the running game too. Basically, the Cowboys are pretty much gonna have to basically shut down the, the Rams' offense. Okay, 
Now, getting to the quarterback is going to be key. Now, like I mentioned, now the Cowboys only got to Carson Wentz twice last week, okay? Twice. A few times Carson Wentz got away, okay? So we can say whatever we want about Carson Wentz. People can say he's a complete shell of his former self, okay? But Carson Wentz did do a couple of things, right? I mean, he got away from a couple of, from a couple of pass rushes last week against Dallas, okay? Matthew Stafford is capable of doing the same thing, but it's up to the Cowboys' defense to make sure that he does not get away from the pressure. If you are going to threaten to sack the quarterback, you have to keep that promise, okay? You have to carry out that threat. You have to get to the quarterback at all costs. The more you can sack Matthew Stafford, the better. The more pressure you can inflict on the guy, the better, okay? So getting to the, sacking the quarterback, inflicting a tremendous amount of pressure, those are two keys right there. Key to victory number three, force some turnovers, okay? Which will obviously bring us to key to victory number four. If you can force turnovers, score points off of the turnovers. In other words, take full advantage. So here we go so far, because now it's going so quick. Sack the quarterback. Inflict a, treme a tremendous amount and an overwhelming amount of pressure on Matthew Stafford. Force turnovers and score points off the turnovers. So key to victory number five, which would be the same thing, is find the freaking end zone, for God's sake. Find the freaking end zone because the Cowboys offense sputtered several times against Washington only for the defense to bail them out. Now, Los Angeles... Maybe two and two, but they sure as hell are not. And I do repeat, they are not the Washington Commanders. All right? If the Cowboys offense sputters and the Cowboys give the ball away, Los Angeles could take advantage of it. So, you got to find the end zone at all costs, okay? It is not, and I repeat, it is not a good idea to settle for a field goal or to be put in a situation where you have to settle for a field goal after a promising start to an offensive drive. That again brings up the point that the Cowboys offense sputters. Okay? That can go from Kellen Moore with, with, with the questionable and controversial play calling. Or to the offense not ex executing properly. Or miscommunication or whatever. The bottom line is you have to find... <coughs> excuse me. You have to find the end zone at all costs. All right. Basically, overall, do not, and I repeat, do not afford any opportunities to the Los Angeles Rams because if you do, more than likely, they will execute and take full advantage. So that being said, the Cowboys must take control. Most importantly, they need to retain control. All right. Keep in control of the game and then you win. So those are the defensives right there. So again, sack the quarterback. Inflict pressure. Force turnovers. If you force turnovers, score points off the turnovers. And score some touchdowns. Alright? So to go into the scoring the touchdowns, the Cowboys offense needs to be super well balanced. What that means, ladies and gentlemen, is that the running game needs to excel and the passing game needs to, be, needs, needs to excel. Alright? You need some high quality production. Alright? Let me say that again. High quality production. What does that mean? Drive down the field, okay? Find the end zone. Avoid penalties. And I got to mention again, I do not recall the Cowboys offense be, being called for a penalty that was holding, okay? 
I quite frankly do not recall that happening against Washington. I mean, how about that? I mean, again, I even mentioned, I don't even know what the hell, what the bigger surprise was. The fact that Washington committed more penalties than the Cowboys, or that the Cowboys was not guilty of a, of a holding. I mean, again, maybe they were, but I just don't remember seeing it. I really don't. I truly, honestly don't. So, so that being said, I mean, the offense is going to have is gonna have to step it up. I mean, especially on, on the running game. Now, it's going to be tough dealing with Aaron Donald, let me tell you. I can't imagine, you know, I, I can't imagine, you know, how how they're going to have to find a way, you know, to deal with Aaron Donald. I mean, th- that's the problem right there. But not only him, but, you know, several key players on the Rams defense. I mean, from Wagner to Leonard Floyd. I mean, it's going to be <laughs> extremely tough. I mean, we don't, we don't have Tyron Smith. So, again, oh. <laughs> <sighs> So, so, basically, all I can say right now is the Cowboys are truly going to have their hands full, okay? Now, I understand that the Rams, again, you know, kind of had a bad day against the Chicago... Excuse me, what the hell am I saying? Had a bad game against the San Francisco 49ers, but now that the 49ers are pretty pissed off, I mean, now the Cowboys can't ignore that fact right there. Now, according to the you know NFL game preview, I mean, most of, the, most of them... Have, you know, all except for one, I've all picked Los Angeles Rams. So, of course, you know the game is in Los Angeles. So, you know the home the home team obviously is going to be picked over the uh, the visiting side. But you know, clearly, it's not the case. So, you know, it's interesting. The third straight season, the Cowboys are visiting SoFi Stadium. So, of course, you know we lost to the Rams back in 2020. You know, and then last year the Cowboys beat the Chargers, and what was quite an interesting game, especially the end. <sighs> But man, honestly, this this game this game for me, I'm gonna it's gonna be a game that I'm really gonna just sit there and really watch and see what goes right and what goes wrong. Now, Micah Parsons. Now, honestly, the Cowboys, you know, the pass rush right there can't be ignored. I think Micah Parsons, you know, is probably in for another good game. Okay. But that's it if the Dallas defense can actually do a tremendous job. Now, the Rams, you know, as we know, lost their opening game 31 to 10, okay? And then beating the Atlanta Falcons 31 to 27, although they almost blew that 20 it's it's interestingly enough how Atlanta almost came back from a, from a 28 to 3 lead, right? <laughs> but anyway, Although, I should mention that yesterday it was reported that CeeDee Lamb was out of practice because he had a groin injury. So, if CeeDee Lamb is not good to go for the Cowboys, well, 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 that right there is a major blow to the Cowboys' offense. And the question is, who know, who steps up? I mean, is that the opportunity for Noah Brown? Does that, does that mean Noah Brown? Has, you know, Noah Brown has actually done good so far this season. Is that his opportunity to stand up for the challenge and to shine? Huh. I mean... Right now, it could be it, but, you know, you got Cooper Cup, you know, Trayvon Diggs versus Cooper Cup. I mean, if Trayvon Diggs manages to have a hell of a game, man, then at that point, I mean, Trayvon Diggs and the Cowboys defense have just solidified themselves to a higher level as far as being uh, very, very good. You know, some would some even say that they're basically flirting with, flirting with the, uh, the level of being clutch, so, but that is, that, that all remains to be seen, so. Now, 
if the Cowboys running game can excel to its fullest and and provided the that the running game does not get abandoned, then then you know what? You might as well let Pollard have more snaps too because Pollard, if you give him the ball, we can see what he does. Now Pollard unfortunately did not have a he did have a horrible game against Washington, but it happens. So now Honestly, and as I mentioned, you know the the Rams' offense was actually fourth fourth uh, worst rushing uh, offense in the league, as I mentioned earlier. I mean, again, we're they're going against a, a Cowboys rushing defense, which which is one of the worst in the league. So, and then I asked the question, you know, who's going to win out of that one? But I'm not entirely sure. I would love to say the Cowboys, but we have to see that. Basically, it all remains to be seen. You know, to steal the line from the playmaker, I'll believe it when I see it. So. So I don't know if there's actually uh, an update as far as CeeDee Lamb goes, but it was reported that he... Owned, I, I did see... I did get a notification since he's on my fantasy team that he's been listed as questionable, but about an hour ago, one source insists that he's going to be... that he should be available, so... I mean... Ho- I mean, hopefully that's the case, but then again, you know, we, we just hope that, you know, the injury does not get worse, so... <sighs> we'll just have to wait and see. But, you know, well, okay, so well, it says here that he was held out of practice as a pro- for precautionary reasons, okay. Well, 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 that's still, that's still good, but, you know, but it says that he's still, you know, he's still on track to be on for Sunday. So, you know, honestly, I think, I think everything should be fine. I think everything, everything should be fine, so really nothing to worry about. But CeeDee Lamb's going to have to, you know. He's really gonna have to to basically you know, kind of take things to another level, you know. Ever since that drop on, on the Monday night game against the Giants, C. Lamb has been hell bent on 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 being you know very hot. I mean, he he made up for it with that one handed touchdown uh, touchdown catch against the Giants. He had that tremendous one against Washington. I mean, C. Lamb's gonna have to keep up the pace. He's gonna have to be basically pick up the pace, quite frankly, against the Rams. I mean, he's going against Jalen Ramsey, so if if CeeDee Lamb can torch Jalen Ramsey, then the Cowboys truly have a tremendous shot of, of beating the Rams. Now, it, it, it's no surprise the Rams are favored by six. Again, because, you know, it, it's at home. But really, there's obviously really no logical reason to to count the Cowboys out. I mean, I'll be honest. As critical as I am of my Cowboys, as many times as I've been the opposite of optimistic, look... I think the Cowboys truly do have a chance. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win this week. Now, some might say it's an emotional pick. You know, that's how Darnell kind of uh, describes it. You know, last week he said he said that he knew the Rams would not win against San Francisco, but he picked the Rams because it was an emotional pick. So I guess you can honestly say that maybe I'm taking a page out of the Playmakers book. <sighs> You know what, if you say that, then okay, no problem. I mean, it's your opinion. I respect it. I just truly, truly believe the Cowboys have a chance to win it. Now, they can beat the Rams. The question is, will they beat the Rams? Can they get the job done? Again, they have a chance. They're perfectly capable of winning, but it's the reality that's going to tell the story. So they can beat the Rams, but the question is, will they beat the Rams? So... I am picking the Dallas Cowboys, okay? But again, they cannot underestimate underestimate the Rams, okay? It's going to be a challenge dealing with Cooper Cup, dealing with Aaron Donald, and all the other players on the Rams' defense. 
Okay? You know, it's going to be truly a, a challenge. I mean, the Cowboys defense needs to step up higher than it's than ever has so far this season. Again, get to the quarterback, inflict pressure, force turnovers. I mean, those are the keys. And one of the biggest things for the Cowboys is avoid penalties at all costs. And if the Rams commit penalties, take advantage. That's what it's all about. If the Rams are committing penalties, if the Rams are not excelling on offense, okay, if the Cowboys are forcing turnovers, okay, that's why they got to score touchdowns off the turnovers, okay? Take advantage because I always say the Cowboys don't want to afford opportunities to the Rams, but if the Rams are going to make the mistakes of affording opportunities to the Cowboys, then the Cowboys have to step up and take full advantage because those opportunities are golden, and who knows if you'll ever have a chance in the game to have another opportunity like that. Take advantage. Every play of the game counts. Every drive of the game counts, okay? If you are driving up the field with a lot of momentum, and if the offense sputters and you have to punt the ball or sell it for a field goal, that, ladies and gentlemen, is a momentum kill, and that can come back and bite the Cowboys right in the ass because, quite frankly, it has happened before. So score touchdowns. Take advantage of opportunities, okay? Take control of the game. Do not relinquish control. Do not take your foot off the gas pedal because it's not every minute of the game that counts. It's every single second of the game that counts. Okay? So therefore, I am picking the Dallas Cowboys to win. I just only hope that they damn well get the damn job done. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available to you on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see y'all next time.